just going to start this thing off. Uh, 26 year Navy SEAL, way better than uh, Ray Cash Cares, from what I hear. Right? <laughs> that's that's the word on Ray, the street. Man. Ray was uh, Ray was in my first SEAL platoon. Was he really? He was. He was my he was my sea daddy back in the day. How was he back then? The same. He was exactly the same. Exactly like the same. who you see now is exactly the same person that he was back then. Hundred percent. That's spread. That's just perfect. Love you, Ray. Um, hope you're doing well. He, he called me while I was in a meeting, and I, I immediately hit deny. I said, no, <laughs> <laughs> can't talk to you right now. I gotta say, uh, Ray's podcast is up there, right? He's one of the one of the top podcasts. Mario, maybe. I don't listen to other Navy SEALs. I just listen to Will. Yeah. Because Will's in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we get into the you being called the most hated uh, project instructor ever. In I, the, I think loved. I think is the right word. I, I'm not sure if loved <laughs> is, is what we're to, they're going with. Um, but before we get into that, because, dude, do I want to unpack some shit that just happened this past week? Or since the last class, anyway. Steve did us good. Steve did us really good with that rope. What was it? The I'm working on the rope. Yeah, oh, my God. One. Dude, that was hysterical. That was great, man. It was perfect. Great. He did. I Like, Steve doesn't even, isn't even good at social media, and that was a fucking ringer, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That um, was, yeah. <clears throat> anyways, before we did that, you're... 26 years in the SEAL teams. Yep. That's a long fucking time, dude. It's actually a little bit of a white lie. Okay. I only spent I spent 26 years in the Navy. 23 of those right. was SEAL right, teams. Right, yeah, right. I made a tactical error um, in my when I when I joined the Navy. Yeah, and uh, you know the kind of so I went to take the you know went to boot camp. I went to to be a Navy SEAL, uh, even though no one knew what the fuck a Navy SEAL was back then. Yeah. There was no internets back in the day. Oh. Um, had had Charlie Sheen done his thing already? I think I'm not sure. I, definitely by the time I got to the SEAL teams, they made that the was movie. a thing. But uh, there was nothing, nothing really else out yeah. there. Um, no books. I think maybe Rogue Warrior was out there, mm -hmm. Marcinko. Um, but I learned about it in the Boy Scouts. I met a kid. He was a good swimmer. I was going to this national jamboree. I was poor as fuck growing up. Like dirt poor, like free lunches, kind of poor. And, um, and But I was heavily involved in the Boy Scouts. I was an Eagle Scout, all that good stuff. And uh, I went to the national jamboree. And I met a kid. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a. Uh, I'm gonna go to the Naval Academy. I want to fly at 14 Tomcats. I want to be a Navy SEAL." I'm like, "I want to do all that. What's a Navy SEAL?" <laughs> and he explained it to me, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's what I want to do." Although I didn't really want to join the Navy because you know they have those big great things that float out there in the ocean. No one doesn't sound so fun. No, yeah. not at all. My dad was in the Navy. My grandfather was. Everyone was in the Navy. I'm like, I'm not gonna be in the Navy. <laughs> I know. I heard what you guys do on the ship. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Um, and uh, and so the Navy recruiter called me after I got back from this national jamboree, and he was like, "Hey, man, you ever thought about joining the Navy?" And I was like, "Fuck." Well, I want to be a Navy SEAL, and I want to go to the Naval Academy, and I want to fly at fourteen Tomcats like Top Gun. He's like, "Well, why don't you come on down here?" And uh, like, yeah, sure, kid. <laughs> here you go. I, I I got it. I got just the thing for you. He showed me this really cheesy uh, SEAL recruiting video, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, where do I sign?" Was that public or was it inter was an internal video? It was man. It was so bad. It, it was, was bad. like it was really cheesy, like cheesy GCI explosions, and yeah, like they weren't wearing camouflage. They were wearing like uh, you know like wetsuits. Was it and, like, like an '80s action movie kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah it was awesome. Like all M16A2, A1 <laughs> rifles. Yeah. It was Very bad. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it was early 90s. Like yeah, 90s. right, of so, course. So 
But dude, I I joined from a guy fighting a dragon. I, you know, I dude, I was like, I, maybe I want to be a marine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were fucking fighting dragons. With I'm like dragon swords. I'm like, fucking yes. sign me up, bro. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I probably would have had. Uh, I probably would have been dude, a marine corps scout sniper recon can, whatever. Can you? Can we just appreciate our time of recruit recruiting videos versus today? Oh yeah. How, like how amazing, so much how amazing were those videos? Yeah, they dude. were awesome. Compared I would to, join the Marine Corps right now. Compared to like... With those videos or with those... I don't even know what to call our recruiting videos now. I don't see them. I don't watch TV. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I can bring myself to do it. No, man. You're, you, you would break your heart. <laughs> would break your heart. You'd be more angry. <laughs> yeah. I'm a nice guy, though. Yeah, That's, you are a nice guy. <laughs> um, anyways, so you joined the Navy and then what happened? Uh, so I, I went to boot camp. I took the screening test and I was focusing on like the minimum number, minimum standard. And it took me a long time to like figure out why did I fucking fail the test? Well, I was looking at the minimum number of push ups, pull ups, and sit ups. It's a, a 500 yard swim. I'm an okay swimmer. I hate swimming, by the yeah. way. Um, most Navy SEALs don't like the water. It's amazing. Like, I tell people that, and they're like, are you fucking kidding me? You picked the wrong? I'm like, yeah, I, I loved it until I got to buds, and then they yeah. beat it out of me. Uh, it was like 52 push-ups, 60 sit-ups, 7 pull-ups, and a mile-and-a-half run in pants and uh, and boots. Yeah. And uh, I think I got to, like, number 37 in push-ups, and I couldn't do any more because I was focused on the, the the minimum standard. Yeah. I wasn't focused on, like, destroy the fucking standard. Right. That was a different mindset. Like I had well, a lot of growing how up. How old at the time? Like Eighteen years old. Yeah, you don't know. Like I didn't know. I'm like, yeah. fuck. I'm I'm from unless you're told or backwoods taught. Mississippi nowhere <laughs> land. Like I yeah. don't I don't know any better. <coughs> unless you're taught, you don't. Yeah, you don't know. Like it wasn't built into me. I had like yeah. a mediocre mindset. I'm like, well, I'll be happy if I make twenty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> fuck. So many men. It breaks my heart. Anyways, it's true, and yeah. but you gotta you gotta learn it. You gotta yeah. be you gotta surround yourself by the fucking people that are gonna instill those things. Exactly, in you. they're gonna hold you, raise you to a higher higher standard. And I I think I started learning that in SEAL training. Um, so what did you do before? What did you get stuck doing? Okay, so I ended up <coughs> so the the way the Navy works, it's a little different now. But the way it worked back then is you had to have a Navy job. Yeah. So I was a gunner's mate. My dad wanted me to be, uh, to do uh, electronics. He's like, that's the future. I'm like, okay, check. So I picked a, a Navy job that had to do with electronics, pneumatics, and hydraulics. And so that was gunner's mate, so that could, you know, have a skill when I got out or whatever. Um, and then I went to that school. It was six months long. I learned all the electronic stuff. Uh, I learned that I had a, a – I thought it was a dumb kid. It turns out, you know, I found out much later in life that I have ADHD and, you know, whatever. Who, who um, doesn't? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just thought I was dumb. And I, so, but I graduated. What, what high performer doesn't have some sort some of, kind of, some yeah, sort all of ADHD, ADHD place, you know yeah. what I mean? And I, so I like, I walked into these like study groups and I was, you know, I was high enough in the class when the, when the class <laughs> ended um, to go to another school. And I was like, okay, so six months I got in, I've been pretty good shape. I could go past it. I know I can like destroy the screening test right now, but I'm going to go take this other school for four more months in Virginia beach. I was also lazy. That's the other thing. I was lazy as a kid. Um, even in the Navy, like I didn't want to get up at four o'clock in the morning in fucking the winter time of Waukegan, uh, North of Chicago, Illinois, and go take the fucking screening test. 
Like it fucking sucks outside. It's cold. It's miserable. It's dark. It's the scary. sun's not it's even all up. Why should no, I be up? It's not gonna be up for like <laughs> six more hours. Um, and so I was like, I'll just do it later. Yeah. I was lazy. Um, looking back on it, I can admit that. Brave enough to fucking admit my mistakes, dude. I've um, I've done so many on this podcast alone, right? And uh, and so I'm like, I'll do it when I get to Virginia Beach. And so I go to that school for a couple months. And I'm like, hey, uh, instructors, I want to take the SEAL screening test because I want to go to Buds after this. And they were like, uh, okay. So they looked into it and they're like, yeah, you're not going uh, because I took those orders to that school in mm -hmm. Virginia Beach. I owed the Navy 24 months of obligated service to a ship in Yokosuka, Japan. Oh, cool. So, uh, so I'm like, fuck, well, Super what, if, fun. <laughs> what if I fail out of this school? Like I can just fucking bomb right now. They're like, you're still going to that ship in Yakuza, Japan. <laughs> you're just going to be painting and cleaning. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to that billet. Um, and so I'm like, fuck, okay, I'm not a quitter. I'm just going to go do it. And so I went and served my time, uh, on the ship. I uh, I did everything I needed to do. I was still very focused on was this 90. I joined the Navy in 92, so 93, 94. Oh, wow. Um, so it was 13 months boot camp. Yeah, so I think I went out so 90, I, 93. I went, gotten, lived on a ship for two years. When, you know, it, the way the Navy works is like when you're nine months out from your rotation, you call your, your detailer and you say, hey, this is what I want to do next and start that negotiation. Well, I called my detailer and said, Hey, I'm just letting you know, I'm going to put a package in to go to buds. I want to become a Navy seal. And he's like, that's great, but I'm not going to let you go. Well, well, why not? Well, that's because that school that you went to for four months over here, you're too critical to the Navy. Oh shit. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm not going to release you. I'm like, well, I'll get out. He's like, fine, get out. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> beat it. Beat it. Roach. I was like, um, but, but if I go to buds, I might not make it. And you got me back. He's like, no deal. And so I'm like, fuck. Okay. So I, you know, I called the seal detailer. I'm like, Hey, here's my, here's my package. Am I good to go? They're like, your detailer has to release you. I'm like, fuck. So I waited three more months. I called again. And then I'm trying to use logic. He's like, no dude, you're too critical to the Navy. I'm like, but the reenlistment bonus for gunners made missiles for VLS technician sucks. It's like $3,000 and the Navy seal reenlistment bonus is $20,000. How are you telling me that it's they're the same, like, this is more critical. He's like, sorry, I'm not letting you go. Fuck. Okay, so I went and got letters of recommendation. I'm like, I got to find out how to get there. And then uh, we got word that the chief of naval operations, Admiral Borda at the time, was coming to our ship in Yokosuka, Japan. He didn't go to any other ship. He only came to our ship. And people are like, yeah, you know what? He's that, that guy that did the seaman to admiral program. He was a you know an E1, mm -hmm. and now he's the head motherfucker in charge. Yeah. And... um. And so he came to the ship. He gave his vision of the Navy. He was like, this is what I think. Does anyone have any questions? I raised my hand. I was like, yeah. I was the second guy he called. He was like, I'm like, yeah, I joined the Navy to become a Navy SEAL. I think I deserve a chance to go. My detailer said, I'm too critical. He won't let me go. Damn. What do you think? He turns to my commanding officer, and he was like, is he a good guy? He was like, yeah. He was a sailor of the quarter of this quarter, like you know, employee of the month or something. Because <laughs> yeah, I did a good job right, like, yeah. sweeping or shining the fucking bright Got my light. picture right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. So he turns back to me. He's like, check. You'll be in the first class after your PRD. Um, after that, the, the master chief petty officer of the Navy came down he's like, took my name and social. And he's like, I tried it. The easy part's done. It wasn't for me. Good luck. And I was like, fuck. So I called Washington, the seal detailer that night. This was again, before the internets. Yeah. Before Al Gore created the internet. <laughs> right. And, uh, <laughs> right. And, uh, 
And I'm like, hey, man, have you heard anything about my my package? Like, what's your name? Branham. Yeah, we mailed your, your orders out this morning. I was like, holy fuck. That was like three hours you ago. You didn't catch any heat for this? None. Zero. Do you know what would happen if you tried that shit in the Marine Corps? <laughs> like, it might still work. But you you would have been lit on fucking fire by everyone I let, around I you. I let people know beforehand. I let him, like I told my CEO, prep, I was like, hey man, zone. hey, I'm just so you know, I'm asking like, and people, people actually told me to ask. They're like, yeah, hey yeah. man, you're, you're, you know, this is a guy who's a common sense leader. Yeah. yeah. Like people, you know, people that are overseas. Dude, like, I had a common sense leader. I brought up some shit and, uh, on, on, um, John Berthenol's podcast, the real ones. I told him that story, bro. They lit me on fucking fire. They crucified me and I was still right. And it still worked. Like, right. It, I got what I wanted. Yeah. Still crucified. So good on yeah. you, dude. I, yeah. But I there's it. a lesson there because I tell people all the time, like, oh, they say no. I'm like, dude, here's the deal. It's your career. Yeah. What do you, what, what's do you the worst want? they're going to say? No. What do you want out of it? They're going to say it's, no. It's not their career. Right. It's your career. Yeah. Like you got to go after and get what you want and you got to figure out how to make that happen. Yeah. hundred percent. So you did. I, and if and if that didn't work, I was like congressman, like president. I don't I don't fucking know. I'm gonna figure it out. Right. Um. Again, you know, mediocre kid from Mississippi who, who I don't know the difference. Consequences. <laughs> so what? What are you gonna yeah. do to me? Yeah. So yeah, so you did it. So eventually, I in, and then I six weeks later, I'm off to California. Started SEAL training, and it took me a short 13 months to get through that six month block of training because <laughs> I got hurt. You know, a handful of times. Yeah, I almost yeah. got kicked out. Uh, after the second time I got hurt. Um, I remember the, so you go before board. So the first guy was like, well, you clearly didn't prepare well enough before you got here. So I recommend you to be dropped from training. I'm like, fuck. Oh, fuck. Second guy, I go in there. I'm like on crutches and he's like, well, so-and-so recommended you to be dropped from training. I still haven't forgiven that motherfucker. He was a CEO <laughs> of SEAL who, team four. Do, do you know yeah, who he is? Well, I do. Yeah, I know who he is. Um, he was a SEAL team. At, he was a CEO at SEAL Team Four, and I still hated that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm still hold a grudge to this day, and I don't. I don't it, hold grudges. You gotta let it go, Will. <laughs> you gotta let it go. <laughs> I'm like, hopefully, we get in a gunfight. <laughs> um, but uh, so the second guy, I'm like fucking <sighs> crying. I'm like, dude, I can't leave. If I leave, then it's I, over. I may not ever get a chance to come back. Yeah. And right after that, Admiral Borda killed himself. Oh shit! And so I was like, I, if like I. I can't leave. And so he said, go stand outside. And he fucking left and he went to some meetings and he came back. Like, I'm like watching my class come in all wet and sandy. And all I want to do is be with those motherfuckers. I want to be weird is that gross and cold and <laughs> fucking miserable. That's all I want right now. How I'm weird. Like, like when you're there, you're like, God, I want this to end. I, I, I had a, I had a blast while I was there. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. <laughs> like don't get me it wrong. Sucks. It fucking yeah. sucks. But I was like so fucking happy to be there. I was so happy. And then the guy comes back. Like, it ain't a ship and it ain't Mississippi. It ain't neither one of those. And like when we're running on the beach and they're like, some of you don't belong here. Some of you belong on that big gray thing out there in the old water. I'm like, not me. I did my time. Yeah, and actually, I think, you know, uh, so I was. I How did, old were you when you started Butts? Uh, I think I was 21. A little bit better. I got there. Big difference in 18 and 21. Yeah. In that. And people don't really understand that. But there's a level of maturity and understanding of like doing hard things. And yeah. Like gritting it out not making like permanent decisions off temporary pain. Yeah. That happens between 18 and 
early 20s. Yeah. I think, I mean, and I was like, I was, I mean, I was just happy to be there. Yeah. Like, this is a dream. Like, what do I do when it's done? I don't know. But like, we're about that. It gets a lot harder. gets a lot harder. It's a lot harder. This is actually the fun part. Right. Um, and so I was just like, you know, I'm like there in his office, like fucking tear snot bubbles, the whole, the whole nine yards. And I'm like standing outside on my crutches. I watch my class come in and I'm like, I just want to be with those fucking dudes right there. Like I started bonding with them and, uh, and he comes back like four hours later. He's like, what are you doing here? I said, you told me to stand outside. Like I'm fucking standing here till the fucking tomorrow. If I need to, I don't <laughs> yeah, care. This is my, this is my new home. <laughs> this, this is, is where I live now. He was like, oh, okay, well then go check in and you'll be <coughs> like, go heal up and you'll be in the next class. So I'm like, check. So I went and uh, checked into the, like the, the holding facility, the holding group and uh, did all the rehab stuff. I still did not heal up. So the next, I was like, I'm on the fucking ropes right now. I got to just fucking put out, even though I'm, I'm still broken. So what, I made it all the way through first phase and through hell week broken. So how did you, how did you like, what was the lifestyle there when you're like basically in holding? Um, you work out twice a day. Um, are they fucking with you or is it just kind of not, like, not, not really now they're no. just kind of trying to build you up. So you're either, you're either broken, uh, in between classes or you're showing up and you're getting ready to class up into yeah. the first class. Got it. Um, and because I hadn't made it through hell week yet. I was just, you know, guys were coming in and I would help them, you know, hey, you need to take your your greens down to AB Brights. You need to do this. You need to do that, whatever. The the small amount of information that I had. Um, here's how you do boats. Here's how you set things up. Uh, then when we, you know, the first two weeks or the two weeks prior to first phase starting, they start doing more indoctrination stuff. Like mm -hmm. here's like actually preparing you for first phase, like drown proofing where you're tied up and thrown in the water, uh, swimming with fins, which is very different than swimming without fins, uh, you know, sand runs, calisthenics on the beach, all that, all that first phase stuff. And, uh, so they're just preparing you for first phase so that hopefully they get a high quality person on the, like come out the backside yeah. of it. Um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't heal up. I still got out there and I did all the things I needed to do, but I limped my way all the way through first phase. Damn. Like I made one four mile time run. Like I had to make one in under 32 minutes. And, uh, I just, I remember the day that I did it. I don't know what happened, what happened in my mind. I just woke up that morning and I'm like, I woke up that morning at 5am. I'm, I'm going to go fucking crush this run. I'm still hobbling along. And what, it was, what it was, what was the actual injury? I don't know. Like, so my, my left knee, so it was the first run that I ever kept up on in buds. I didn't get it go in the goon squad, which is like extra, extra attention, like extra work. Yeah. Um, I kept up on the run and I'm sitting there stretching out while the goon squad's going on. Goon squad's released. They come back to the class and they're like, everyone go hit the surf. And I stood up and I fucking fell down. My left knee just stopped working. Like it wouldn't fight, like it wouldn't hold any weight. I could stand on that leg. It, I couldn't hold any weight on it. Um, they did MRIs. They did a bunch of tests. They're like, oh, we don't know what's wrong with you. You just need to suck it up. Okay, I'm going to suck it up. So uh, that's really how I got through. And that, you know, I just, that one, I think it was a Monday or Tuesday. Does it bother you now? No. It actually stopped up Thursday of Hell Week. It started working again. It's fucking weird as shit. Like, I'm like, what's wrong with my body? I have no idea. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, you know, I can keep up now. I wonder if it was just, and I see, I saw this a lot in young guys, and it happens a lot now, that if you're not really an active kid, yeah, 
up going through up and coming through life and i don't know if you played sports or did anything like that but if you're not an active kid and all of a sudden you get thrown into a ton of activity and repetition for a long period of time in the military training i they just kind of like have these weird like crumbling it could their body totally could have been their body just can't really handle the volume could have could have been i mean i had a broken ankle at one point um which was another funny story like i rolled my ankle and uh the the on the sand in the sand yeah and uh this was the first time i got rolled um and i showed up the next like monday morning and i'm like i just don't have any power like i don't like i, I don't have the the power in, in my jumping like doing the dirty name and stuff on the on the obstacle course so i went to medical and i remember it was a she was a female eod pa and she was like i think you're fine you probably just need to suck it up but we're going to send you for x-rays anyway and so we went to get x-rays, and there's like an inch chunk of bone that was broken off from the bottom of my ankle, that bone that goes all like yeah, on dope. the outside. Yeah. And uh, she came back, and she was like, I'm sorry. She apologized. <laughs> uh, your ankle actually is broken, like very broken, and uh, we're going to like roll you and put you in a cast. And it was an air cast. It was, And after a couple of weeks, I could still I could do everything I needed to do. Yeah. I was still on crutches, I was, but I was able to... Uh, it, you know, I put this air splint thing in my boot and I had a, like a carbon fiber insert. Oh, so you kept going. I just kept going. I mean, I didn't go, I I didn't like, like going back. I'm like, shit, I wish I'd have just like gone through training like that. It would have been fine. Yeah. I would have been good enough. But you took a pause. They rolled me. Like, they're like, you have a fucking broken bone. You can't keep going. So I I recovered from that. And then I, well, we're it. That the right type of guy that graduates when you're in that, you're like, fuck that. I'm just going to keep going until it falls Right, but off. I didn't I didn't know any better. Yeah. I was, whatever. <sighs> um, the second time when I'm injured, I'm like, now I'm like, shit, I should have just stayed in the fucking class and just fucking sucked it yeah. up. Yeah. But whatever. I, I ended up going to the third class and then making it through Hell Week. And I learned some really valuable lessons in Hell Week. And one of them was, so I... That was really where I really learned about if you don't want to be here, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You're bothering me. Like when I first got there, I was like, no, man, stay. Come on. Let's fucking do this together. Let's like I bonded with people. Well, I'd been there for like six or eight months at that point. You don't want to be here. Get the fuck out. I You're slowing me down now. I have a I'm trying to get through this. Um, and this really culminated during hell week. And I remember watching one boat crew win everything from Sunday night through Monday. I'm like, ah, what are they doing? Why are the guys that I'm with like fucking quitting and not wanting to put out and not wanting to fucking keep up. And, and, and then Monday late afternoon before dinner, we had lost enough people. So they reshuffled boat crews. And I'm like, I want to be in boat crew three. Those motherfuckers are winning. I want to see who's in there and I want to be surrounded by winners. And so, um, you know, you do boat crews by height line. So I was like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, boat, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four. I'll be number five and boat crew three. If I'm not tall <laughs> enough, I'll pile some fucking sand under my feet to make sure that I'm the right height. Six, seven, I don't care who else this is. And, <laughs> and when I got in that boat crew, I was like, there's no superstars here. No. Everybody work. was average as fuck. They're just working together. And they just had this unspoken, like, we want to win. And it didn't matter if we were going to the chow hall or we're doing a race. Mm-hmm. Like if we started in the back of all the boats, by the time we got to the chow hall, we were in the front. Everything we did, we wanted to win. And that was the first time I had really been surrounded by winners, like people who just wanted to fucking win. Yeah. We don't care the cost. We don't care the price. And there was times where I certainly felt sorry for myself. Like if my stomach hurts, my legs hurt. Oh my God, I don't want to keep up. Uh. But I knew if I 
slowed down that I slowed the whole fucking boat crew down. And I couldn't do couldn't that. Do that. I yeah. couldn't do that. Like I have to fucking put out, I have to keep up with them. So they brought like, that was my first experience of like having other people like bring me up to their level. They didn't know they were bringing me up to their level. I was just like, I'm not going to let you. Yeah, but the reality is if you've gotten this, gotten some of their psyche, it, probably, it was probably the exact same for them. Right. I'm sure everyone a in there. Everybody's thinking the same point. shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you're like, and we all just sort of mesh together. But, you, but you're like, I can't because of Will is pushing out. So right. I, and I was for sure they knew that I was gimpy as fuck. <laughs> like there was no question. I was taking. They're like, he's he's broken. If he's doing it, I'm right. I, if I stop, I'm a little bitch. Right. I, I was taking like 1600 milligrams three times. Yeah, a day. bro. We cheer of, this of up. Ibuprofen. Fucking Skittles, like, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like every meal. That's why I don't do that shit anymore. Yeah. I, I, as little as possible. <laughs> I'm done. Um, I hit my allotment for my life. <laughs> right. And then in second phase, so I got rolled. So I made it through hell week, but I had stress factors from all the gimping around I did. So they, because I'd made it to a major milestone, uh, they rolled me to the next class because for stress fractures, second phase, which actually is harder than first phase, in my opinion, it's dive phase. And it's where you, you know, you do all the underwater, like jujitsu. That, that shit stuff. fucks, if shit fucks people up. It's yeah, and so I was a weird that that for me that portion of training on our side, I was a, a sadist. For some reason, I liked it. Yeah, that I was the one. Hated it. Yeah, that was the one thing. I like. I got a weird. I don't know. I got a weird chub off of You're it like, for some reason. Bring it, bitch. Yeah, I was you like, got, like some good it. lungs. I've got micro lungs over here. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> but then I did, and they would come down, and they would you know do the, yeah. do, do the water jujitsu stuff. And uh, I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, hit me harder. Um, it was weird, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fucking weirdo. I was like out of breath before they even finished. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like doing this. I'm like, <laughs> like this. I'm like funky chicken. I'm like, and there's, he's still fucking tying knots in my, yeah. in my shit. I was fucking, I was, I was like, dude, I, I was, I was messing with people who would, you know, the safety guy that has the hose. I'd be like, dude, you want to suck off another man's hose? <laughs> Fuck that, bro. I'm never sucking another man's hose. And then I would just like rack on my own guys. <laughs> but for some reason, that was just like my thing. You know what That's I mean? Awesome. I was like, I was, I was into it. It's weird. And then a we're, bunch all, of, we're all a little weird. <laughs> I know, right? And then a bunch of guys, like five of the seven of us, ended up rolling into the next class. <laughs> wow. And then <coughs> about once a year, the second phase instructors will break out the boats that you use during first phase. And because you fucked up and you do oh, stupid course, shit, yeah. and they're like, "We're gonna go fucking hammer you," yeah. and you know, put your ma masks on, <laughs> fucking sea bag half full of sand on your back, and fucking carry boats up and down the beaches and run races. So this, and, we're doing this again, right? Oh, cool. And so, so we started off all in different like boat crews again, and yeah. then at some point we ended up like the five of us ended up in the same fucking boat crew. We just sort of gravitated back to one another. Like let's just. Dude, yeah. yeah, like, hey, I know you. Hey, I trust you. Hey, you're, wait, yeah. <laughs> we, we know how to win together. And then we started fucking winning again. Yeah. And so I was like, again, reinforced. Like, be surrounded by fucking people who want to fucking win. Yeah. Like, those are the people I want. The only people I want in my life ditch are the people your, who want to fucking The lesson win. there is ditch your loser friends. Yes. For <laughs> fuck's sake. Yes. yes. So, yeah. Awesome. And then eventually graduated and went to SEAL Delivery Vehicle Team 2. Where Ray Cash Care, former Navy SEAL, was my sea daddy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he taught me a bunch of shit. And uh, I learned how to live on a submarine, which is fucking terrible. For, um, for a large guy like you, it is pretty it, terrible. There's way bigger guys that do it. And I'm, yeah. Like I, Ray, Ray and Jay seems like submarine SEALs. They seem like good submarines. Jay seals. was, I don't think, ever on a sub. Ray was. <clears throat> so there's a funny story about Ray. So the SEALs used to work in the, the dry deck shelter where we launched the SEAL delivery vehicle from. Mm -hmm. 
And, uh, and I was, you know, a, a young guy, like it was a nighttime, whatever. And we had these inflatable UDT life vests, yeah. double pull yeah. for, you know, for, I think you can dive them down to 80 feet or so. And we're on the deck of the submarine. We're at like 25, 30 feet of water working outside and Ray's toggle gets pulled. So his CO2 thing gets pulled. Oh, shit. His fucking thing inflates. Oh, shit. And he, it's nighttime. Oh, shit. And he's like about to get sucked up to the surface. So he like hooks the, 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 the cradle where the STV normally is. And he pulls his dive knife out and he's stabbing himself in the fucking chest to deflate his, his, his <laughs> life, his life jacket. And, uh, and I'm in He's the never told me that <laughs> ask him about it. And so I'm in the like transfer trunk doing like un, under instruction stuff. And they're like, Oh, just put Branham out there. Well, I have like, you know, half air in my <laughs> life jacket in case I, you know, pass out or something in there, uh, safety precaution. Yeah, yeah. And then they put me in the, they put me on the, in the, on the deck of the submarine at nighttime. First time ever. <laughs> Like I how go deep, out there how deep are you? and it's about 30 feet and they yeah. like guy hands me a bottle and all I see is like, it looks like some like techno fucking <laughs> rave concert thing. All I really see is like red and green chem lights all around. It's just completely overwhelming. And I like go under the glass and then I stick to the fucking ceiling. Cause my life jacket, I'm like, yeah, what yeah. The? and they're like, he's a fucking soup sandwich. <laughs> like, I don't even know what they were saying about me <laughs> in there. And they were like, get him back in. He doesn't need, he's never been on deck. Like, yeah. So anyway, I was, uh, yeah. I had some lessons learned. We all in do. my yeah in I, my youth. I, I have my own I have my own stories too, uh, as well that are is super embarrassing. And that that's for your podcast when, <laughs> when, when I go on there. Um, so once you got done, how many different how many different teams were you on? Um, so I was on the sealed delivery vehicle team twice. So the first team and the last team I was on were both so in Virginia and then lastly in in Hawaii. Um, and the reason I went back to the sealed delivery vehicle teams was because they were doing stuff that they wouldn't tell me yeah, or said they couldn't tell me. They're like, you don't have the need oh, yeah, to know. Yeah. I'm like, I have a top secret clearance. Like, you don't have the need to know. You don't have the clearance to, to know what we're doing. You're I'm like, like I'm going to fucking know. I, I want to know. <laughs> yeah. And so I went out there and I saw what they were doing. And it's like, like the strategic importance of the mission is, yeah pretty badass it is a not a sexy mission there ain't nothing sexy about it no one joins the fucking seal teams to do that dude here's the deal with here's the deal with all of it when it comes down to this it all looks really sexy on tv all of it okay when you really do it for real it ain't that fucking sexy now there's like that like like you have like this is your career like this much of it is sexy (laughs) like maybe other than other than that 98 percent of it just fucking sucks yeah and I always find, I, I, I love the movies, how these guys are like all snooping through the woods and this and that. And I'm like, have you ever patrolled in the woods on fucking nods? by the time I get there. <laughs> yeah, like on fucking nods. It's not fucking fun. No. <laughs> it doesn't look yeah. that cool. There's no trails. There's no nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Tripping and falling down. Especially in fucking, you know, you're diving and, uh, you know, with uh, the Mark 25s and you get to a dock or something and you're, you know, you're 15 feet below. And you're trying not to fucking like expand your lungs oh, yeah. too much. You breathe like your thing down. Shit's fucking going all over the place. And you're trying to hold on to the thing and put a sensor on something. You're like, this is a fucking shit show. This yes, is not- it is. In the movies, it looks so fucking cool. These guys come up and they put it on there and swim away. And Right. And then also like whatever, you breathe your breathing back down. So you like as you come up and you peek. And right. You you didn't breathe <laughs> it down enough and you misjudge your depth. And all right. of a sudden you're like a fucking buoy on top <laughs> yes. of the... Yes. What the- and your buddies like and you're pull, pull you're, you down. yeah you're all you're all linked together 
It's just a total, like, yeah. I wish you could just see what really happens because it's like a total <laughs> cl- clusterfuck under the water. Oh, it's a miracle that we get anything done. But um, nonetheless, so anyways, you stayed operational the whole time or did you actually have to go be an adult? I did be an adult a couple times. Um, I So I taught sniper school for a while, a little while. That's right. Actually, I was teaching sniper school when 9-11 happened. That was interesting. Um, really on a leadership because I was not the senior guy. Yeah. I was the senior instructor the guy who actually ran the school was in california trying to accredit the you know accredit get the course accredited and all I that re- other i stuff. remember that yeah and um and because you so, guys would send guys to our school yeah 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 before that yeah actually yeah. the guy who who started our course he went to marine corps sniper school he went to army sniper school and he did some other like the fbi academy yeah. or something which is really marine corps sniper school yeah and he came he like he took all the stuff that he liked from those courses and put them together and started our course yeah um and then the west coast kind of did something similar they, yeah. they put something together like there's some, <laughs> there's some there's some guys on the internet that uh take credit for starting the the west coast sniper course and they have i've i've heard them take credit for all the kills that chris kyle had uh they took credit for well, that's a kind of thing with the seals marcus, right marcus yeah. luttrell like they basically were the reason that he made it out in uh in operation red wings and i'm like are you fucking kidding me there, there's a, there's a lot of that in this seal community I apparently like a lot of apparently i, I missed out on multiple, it. I miss out on a lot of multiple it. people shooting the same guy <laughs> a lot of lot, everybody started something a lot of movies being had yeah where's your book I haven't, I haven't written it yet. I'm what working on it, though. Fuck? Working on it. I don't, are you even a SEAL if you don't I have, have a book? I have I have a couple in me. I, you know, it's funny. It's funny <laughs> that you say that. Like, all the shit that I do now are all the all the things I said I would never do. Really? Writing a book will be, a, like, fucking number seven or something. That I, like, number one, I said I would never join the Navy, and I did that for 26 years. <laughs> I said I would never be uh, in the sales. Well, I have a CBD company. Uh, and I do sales for, for, you for, know, the, the, for project. the MBK. Yeah. I do some other stuff. Uh, I said I'd never be one of those people on stage going rah, rah, rah. What the <laughs> fuck am I going to say? Well, guess what? There I am. And uh, I'm never going to be one of those life business, whatever the fuck, leadership coaches. And here you are. Here I am doing that. Never going to write a book. Well, I've got one. I'm working on one right now. I've got two more that I like are in the kind of the back. I'm looking to be on a do a TED Talk in a couple weeks. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, uh, never say never. Never fucking never say never. Say never. Yeah, because you'll eat, you'll eat it for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I've my kids have actually called me on that. I'm like, oh, I'm never doing that. And then my daughters are like, Dad, didn't you say we're never gonna do that? I'm like, you shut your mouth. Shut your face, kid. You shut your. Face, you don't know what kid. you're talking about. You're a kid. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm an adult. <laughs> and they're just laughing at me all the time. So, well, that's awesome, dude. Well, uh, congratulations on 26 years. Thank you, sir. What made you want to get out? I didn't want to get out. I didn't <laughs> want to get out. Like really, I was very comfortable. You had four more years. You could have rolled. I, they, because I was an E8, you only can stay for 26 years unless you do oh, some okay. sort of other thing. I didn't make it that far. I was a quitter at 12. So, yeah, so. <laughs> I don't know the rules. So, so yeah, you can only stay for the, based on your rank. Okay. Like if I'd have done some like shit job overseas for a year, like I could have stayed an, an extra year. Yeah. But I, I didn't so and I was in denial on getting out like I talk about you know my transition from the military to civilian life hardest fucking military mission I've ever been on still on it today still figuring my shit out now I tell guys like you're getting ready to get out at least an out like and people told me this and I said fuck you I got it covered I'm I'll be fine um I'm like dude you start 
figuring out what you want to do at least a year out, maybe two. At least the first chapter of what you want to do because it's going to change. It's going to change. It's, it's going to change. And, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and the first thing I did when I got out, I started a, a consulting business um, because my last three years in one of my, you know, grown up jobs in the Navy, um, I was in the, uh, in the N8 shop. So I did all, you know, acquisitions for, uh, before that it was at the headquarters in, in California. I did, you know, combat uniforms, um, camouflage patterns. I did, uh, winter combat uniforms. I did body armor. I did helmets. I did eye protection. I did headsets, tactile headsets. I did everything that the operator uses minus the radio and the gun. Mm-hmm. Like I put every, I outfitted the operator because and part of that was like, I'm still an operator. I'm going back to a team after this. Yeah. I want the best shit out there. Pockets yeah, and pouches and all that. Yeah, other you're shit. very heavily the guys that do that, even in our community as well. You're you pick a guy who because you're heavily invested. I, yeah, in. and I, I worked with guys from from Marsoc, yeah. from from your side, and like they, they actually were smarter about it than what we were. We were looking at the big program. They're like, we like that, we like that, and we like that. That's what we're gonna buy. Yeah, right. and I'm like, that's smarter than what we're doing, but okay. Um, and and <laughs> so then I did it again. On, you know, my last three years, in addition to that, we have a system in the, in the SEAL teams called the Operational Deficiency Report, ODR. Mm-hmm. And so basically, it doesn't matter if you're the most junior guy or middle or senior guy at a team, if there's an operational deficiency, whether it's equipment, a TTP, tactics, techniques, or procedures, or anything else, yeah. that you can write a report, it goes up the chain of command, it gets adjudicated, and then works its way up to up to WARCOM. And now it's it's not a requirement, but it's a... a a an operational deficiency and, so, and, and you can and you can people can read them right yeah and and so we had a bunch at the at the at the headquarters level in hawaii and no one was doing anything about it and so i rolled into the into that shop and then my new boss rolled in and he's like hey we got all these things we either need to do something about them or just say that we don't actually need that and so I'm like, I, he's like, who wants to, I'm like, I got that one. I, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. I'll take that. Like, I just took a whole bunch of them. And, you know, out of that, I went and found $16 million, $16 million of other people's money to solve these operational tif- deficiencies. So we created like quantum cascading lasers for certain wavelengths of light that, you know, we would use in emergency situations, underwater communication stuff, um, inflatable sled technology, drop stitch, you know, basically we wanted to be able to have a backpack that we could throw on a, like a high speed craft and uh if the stv goes down in some place it maybe shouldn't be shouldn't be there yeah <laughs> not international waters um you know these you know these radar very hard to detect fast boats could come in throw this thing in the water put it under the stv inflate it get it to the surface get and the then be able to there. get out of dodge and not it's actually really smart put a like a, a big signature out there yeah and, uh, you know, we had a heart, we were looking, working on a, uh, like a hard one that was, you know, that was pretty well hidden, but also an inflatable one. Mm-hmm. So just kind of in more extremist stuff. And so I went out and like found people's money, other people's money. And so I was going to turn that into my next gig after I retired. And what I found is most people in that industry, they had already been burned by consultants. And so it was like, I told people I'm a consultant. They're like, fuck you, go, go suck at Trebek. We're not talking to you. We, we hate consultants. Like, they get paid and we get nothing. I'm like, so I had to, like, I did all right in some of the stuff, but I was for sure not happy. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Um, and I live on a rock in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, so my network is very 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not the best. Um, and then I was like, you know, struggling with baggage. Yeah. And 26 years of garbage. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, maybe some not so awesome relationships <laughs> right. that I may have been that, a part of. Yeah. And, uh, that we collect along the way as well. Yeah. yeah. And so I was drinking myself to sleep at night, fucking glasses of vodka. Um, I'd heard about this molecule called CBD and actually Ray gave me my first bottle of CBD. No shit. And, uh, I was in Virginia going to court ex-wife for the mm -hmm. 800,000 fucking time, still going to court with her. Um, and I had lunch with Ray cause I hadn't really talked to Ray in years. And, um, and I'm like, Hey, when I finish here, I'm going to go see if I can find some CBD. Cause maybe what you have in Virginia is better than what we have in Hawaii. I have no idea. He's like, Oh, if you want CBD, I've got some at the house. We went back to his house. He gave me a bottle. I used it that night. I used it for that 30 days. Maybe I was a little less pissed off. Maybe I wasn't, I don't really know. Um, but what I noticed is when I ran out of that bottle is things that weren't bothering me for a long time started bothering me again. Mm. And so when I kind of did a little more introspective work, I was like, huh, maybe it was the CBD. And so I tried a different brand. I had similar results. And so to kind of like visualize it. So water boils at 212 degrees. I was probably living my life at 210 degrees and I didn't even fucking know it. Yeah. And so I went like CBD, it took me from like 210 to 205 to 200 to 195 to 190, maybe 185. I got out of that red zone and I was able to just have better positive self-talk. And then, you know, then I started a CBD company. I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like this is maybe this is my new mission and my new purpose. Cause you know, when I got out of the military, I'm like, I lost my purpose, my mission and my team. And I had a fucking badass mission, purpose, and team. Yeah, of course. And then I'm like, fuck, what do I do now? I'm lost and whatever. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm a shitty consultant that nobody likes. Right. No <laughs> one likes fucking consultants. So clearly that's not where I need to go. And so I, what I was doing for that consulting gig was I was just re like reverse engineering it. Like I had the contacts. I had the, the end user. I just needed companies to bring me technology that says, hey, I got this thing. I want to sell it to the government. But maybe it's for the military. Well, let's look at it. And maybe it's not ready for prime time. I can go find millions of dollars in R&D funds to make it Something. ready for prime time. Um, but then I'm like, oh, fuck, CBD, that changed my life. Maybe it can help other other veterans, other first responders, other people, period. Um, down, and so I started. Regulate. Yeah. And so I started drinking less. Um, again, I didn't realize it. It was just something that just happened after taking CBD. Started the company. It's funny. Like the, I met the, the girl that was, that basically pulled my man card from me. Like I, at Bedros's event four years ago in San Diego. Um, cause he had like this Q and a sort of hot seat and she had a CBD company. She was putting CBD into kinesiology tape, like rock tape and things like that. Oh, I'd heard about that. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, and all I knew was like CBD girl. So I followed her, kind of stalked her, like after the event. And I was like, hey, you're the CBD girl, right? She was like, yeah. I'm like, hey, I want to do CBD also. Like I wanted her to hire me. Maybe she's my new mission, purpose, and team, yeah. and whatever. And uh, she was like, so you want to do A to B, B to B, or B to C? I'm like, I don't know what those letters mean. I want to do C, B, D. And she was like, well, just start your own CBD company. I said, I don't know how to do that. She leaned in and said, you are a Navy SEAL. You can figure it out. That's so what I, she said? So I politely asked her for my man card back. And... Uh, and so she gave it back to me. You're like, I'm like, you are, you are actually right. <laughs> don't, don't I forgot about shit up again. I forgot ever. about that. <laughs> yeah. So then I started Naked Wear Recovery. Uh, it's a fucking hard industry to, to market. Yeah, we've talked about it a lot. And uh, so I hired Bedros to help me. I've hired Sharon Travatsa as, also as a business uh, coach. And both of them are like, hey, man, why aren't you coaching? 
Why aren't you speaking? Why aren't you doing these things? Why aren't you doing that? Because I, I said those are the top seven things I'd never fucking do. <laughs> yeah, I said, like, fuck do I do? So anyway, um, <sighs> from, you know, coaching with those guys, I'm like, now I speak and now I coach and now I, you know, sell CBD and now I sell the project. Now I sell a lot of stuff. Yeah. So talk to me about, so, so it's actually funny. I've gotten guys uh, that, you know, I, I, I obviously coach as well. I, you know, they come in here and we, we rip their whole life apart and blackboard their stuff out a lot of them especially high performers like ourselves we cannot down regulate no like we're just even though we're exhausted our brain it's is like just goes like going just going goes. going going so yeah. they don't so i actually recommended a couple of them uh actually several of them for years and they're like oh yeah i'm out yeah it's out i'm going it's down. done like it yeah. just yeah it works it works and um so yeah thanks for that so yeah, yes, thank get, you for sure. Get, get get naked. Get naked. Get naked. Get naked. Talk to me about getting naked. <laughs> get, get naked. So get so when I talk about getting naked, originally, um, I was afraid to use that sort of tagline because I was like, oh, maybe it's a little too risque. Well, guess what? That's what actually gets people's attention, and that's yeah. what you want. The mm -hmm. marketing. Um, it was originally about like taking my ego off, taking mm -hmm. that armor that I was fucking carrying around, take the, it off. The, the badass Navy SEAL stuff. It's, uh, no, it's, uh, it's the stop trying to be a fucking badass. Yeah. You don't like, no one cares. No, you didn't. No one, no one cares. Yeah. Um, you're not going to find healing that you need if you keep like keeping people at bay. Yeah. So really, you know, I, you know, we put on armor when we go into combat and when we go into harm's way, cause it's what we need to do. It saves our life sometimes. Or if we're instructing the project or yeah. <laughs> 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 and, uh, but when we come back, we take our armor off. We just yeah. hit the showers, get naked, whatever, and uh, and re rest and recover, get ready for the next mission. Well, in life, we don't do that. In life, we fucking, you know, we, we, we feel like we're attacked. You know, you, someone might be tapping you on the shoulder like this, and it's not a big deal. If I do that for a week, I'm going to have a bruise. You're going to have a bruise on your arm. If I do that for a month, you're going to have, like, the, the fucking soft winter breeze comes by. That's going to hurt your arm. Yeah. And so a lot of us have that damaged so we feel like we need to be fucking armored up all the time mm. well we don't we can take our fucking armor off we can you know relax and like trust other people yeah don't trust everyone <coughs> find people that you fucking trust and like take that armor Yo, off you, you, find, naked, you, like, find, you find the, you find the winners the boat crew yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly that you can like be naked around yeah figuratively uh and then it maybe whatever whatever um it's however 20, it works it's out. 2023 it's yeah. cool yeah it's cool now um and then you know naked is also a, an acronym that i that i talk about from stage and the n is, is for never quit the a is accept failure the k is kill mediocrity the e is expose your fears and d is do the work and i actually you know even though i came up with the acronym and all that other stuff i still go back to those things like sometimes i focus more on like exposing my fear other times i focus on killing mediocrity sometimes i'm like fuck dude it's like a self fucking it's feel like, like a self yeah. self check that right you, yeah or do the work. Like I had a conversation earlier this week. Like, are you fucking willing to do the work? Like someone was saying that to me and I was like, fuck. Yes, I think I am. But it, but it's, you know, they're using my own medicine against do, me. Do you have, and we've talked about this in the past, but it's because it amazes me because everybody does. Do you get imposter syndrome? All the time. 26 All Navy SEAL. All the fucking time. Like you've, you were an E8. Yeah. All the fucking time. 
and you yeah. still like get imposter syndrome yeah. about being like I was like I like I got nervous. It's funny I got nervous like at, at at BK Live. I was like fucking like I was like I walked up there and I'm like I fucking own this stage. My fucking stage. No one can fucking take. Bader's Cooley and can't fucking take it away from me. And whatever. And then I'm like giving the same presentation to the guys at the project, <sighs> and I got fucking nervous. Super weird. Right? It doesn't make... Like, like there was a fucking camera guy right there, and I'm, like, nervous because the camera guy is fucking taking pictures of me. What the fuck? Layton's waiting for you to say something. Yeah, right? You know <laughs> <I mean? laughs> but, uh, but all of my clients, they all have imposter... I'm, like, you know... But you know what? Who doesn't have imposter syndrome? Imposters. Imposters. They believe their own bullshit yeah. so much. And yeah. they're, like, holy shit. Like, I just fucking, like, yeah. No one... Once I realized that, I'm like, oh, so it's okay to this have is, imposter syndrome. This is this normal. Is totally fine. Yeah. Just don't let it own you. Right. Yeah. Do the work. Yeah. Exactly. Do it, in, do it in spite of. Yeah. In spite of fear. And that's, I think that's and not only imposter, but fear alone. Like you're, you're going to, of course you're going to be afraid. Yeah. Like talking about even combat. Like you're not afraid in combat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit starts blowing up around you. You're like, fuck, this is not cool anymore. Yeah. Guess what? You trained, you do the work anyway. Yeah. Show up regardless. Keep moving forward. Keep moving yeah. forward. Yeah. And and that's and 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 any any performer out there is I'm just like, guys. And, and the problem what sucks is when they get imposter syndrome, so they don't do it. Yeah. They don't make the call. They don't start the business. They don't make the video. Yeah. They don't write the book. They don't do whatever the thing is that's calling them to do yeah. because like, nah, you know, who am I? You're a fucking 26 year yeah. former Navy SEAL. That that's who you the fuck you are. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> yeah. oh, but they told us not to advertise the nature of our work. Oh, they took like yeah, all, all that shit just like swirls around. It took me a long time to even our community is real bad to to our, like say anything. Our our community is so bad, so bad. You step out of line. You step out in this in the light just a little bit. Who the fuck do you think silent professional motherfucker? Yeah, you don't pay my bills anymore, so yeah. you can't say that to me anymore. And, and the thing that I had, and I did that, I still got burned anyway. And that's when it hit me. I was like, wait a minute. I did all the right things the way that they told me, and I still got fucked. So. Do my own thing. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Guess what? Fucking and I, I, do, I have watched you do that, and I'm like, I, like it's fucking inspiring. I'm like, fuck yeah. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Because it's no matter what, they're going to, like, we know they're going to talk shit regardless. Right. Talk, talk <laughs> as much shit as you want. Yeah, I don't matter. care. You know what? I'm gonna go cash some checks while you're talking shit. I'm gonna ca I'm gonna cash checks and I'm gonna go home and bang my wife and yeah. and and serve my serve my community, and, and you can keep you can keep feeling sorry for yourself. Um, anyways, so yeah, no more imposter syndrome. Just fucking go do the thing, live your life. But my my analogy was like, you you would never tell a doctor or a lawyer that you do this time you this amount of time, and they're like, okay, I'm gonna go to this other clinic or this new profession or professional athlete, whatever, and yeah. say. You cannot talk about what you did. What? That's all you got, bro. Yeah. Like, if you were in the military and you were in special operations, especially with us that got in young yep. and then got out when we're older. Older, yes. You know what I mean? There's a gap in my resume. <laughs> yeah. 26-year gap. What were you doing? I can't tell you. Can't, can't tell you. Like, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... uh and you just don't you don't do that. But this community, this this thought that like you have to be this this silent professional, and you can do it. There's a good and bad ways to do it. But dude, you own that shit. You went to buds. Yeah, 
You got to fucking trident. Yeah. What's the percentage of people in the United States that have a fucking trident, a trident on their chest? Yeah, it's not, not a lot. Get fucking bit, assholes. Point zero something zero zero. zero. Fuck it, it's yeah. a lot of zeros. <laughs> a lot of zeros after that point, right? Like, and that's the biggest thing for me is like, <laughs> you didn't do it, and the only person's hating on it is other people wearing the same fucking thing. Yep. Like, dude, just, and they 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 do it while they're in, but when they get out, they're like, oh, maybe shit. I did it when I was in. I'm I'm guilty. Oh, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. So am I. But whatever. But I I've learned because you don't know. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know until you get out and you're like, oh, shit, this entire adult life of mine is all I have yep. to go to go make a whole new life, a whole new life. Yeah. Now, obviously, I've, I've you know, I started with like the guns and the training and the typical like. Sure. So I was like, I, this well is I guess this is what we do now. This is cool. This is pivot. This is cool. And then thank God my wife was like watching me one day on the range teaching people. She's like. Do you do you like this? <laughs> no, people are idiots. No, I'm like, no, I, I don't. I don't like this. I'm fucking miserable. She goes, you look really miserable. She's like, maybe we should do something else. And you know, through doing and starting businesses, of course, I found my own way. But um, but God, that was miserable. But that's for a, a while. process. That's a that whole process. A whole all in its own process into yeah. its own. Yes, it is. Um, and you know what? It, it was good that I did do that because it. You know, you, you learn from failing, you learn from doing the things that are not good. Yep. You know, and like, okay, well, I know, know what not to do now. And then you find you, you know, through that journey, you go like, oh, I'm really fucking like this. And I think that's like the super <sighs> important thing that you said is like, you just go and you fucking fail. Yeah. You I, got, you can't be afraid of failure. You're you never going to do it. Yeah. You're never going to find it sitting still. Are you? No. You got to walk the yellow brick road to, to find the adventure. Yeah. You, you know? have like failure. Like that's just part of the process. Yeah. And you know, we, you, you gotta be okay failing a lot. I think that, I think a lot of our own guys too, or guys, at least in the military first responder, like we're, we're programmed so much that failure is final. Like, fa- like right. failure is like, you're not allowed to fail when really it's just feedback. Exactly. It's a, it's a tuition payment. Yeah. And, and that was something the same with me. Like I, I would like where my failure would like crush me. Well, that's also part of that imposter syndrome. Then you're like, "What? Well, I'm so and so. I fucking did these things, and, and I I'm failed. Like, how, how, I failed at like the simple fucking task." Oh, dude, I've like <laughs> over and over. Marriage failed. Business failed. Finances failed. Bankruptcy. All of it. Like I don't have bankruptcy, failed. but I got all those failures. <laughs> I've, I got I, the, I, maybe I'm just shy of bankruptcy. <laughs> I've got the fucking lot, bro. I've, I've got it all. And and that's the thing is, once you start doing that, you're like, well, now once and you really lean into it all it becomes compounding interest. Yeah. So like now you're starting like, Oh, when you do something, you know, before I started Johnny slicks with Johnny, I had already had all of those failures. Right. So he shows up, we partner and I'm like, this is what we're going to do. Just trust me. Yeah. And he was like, got it. You know I don't what I mean? To, I don't need to be the boss of anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got it. And then look what happens. Yeah. Right. But it, it if I would have done that when I got out, it would have been a fucking colossal shit show. Right. And, and if someone had been like, Nick, just do this. You're like, fuck you. I got, I can, I'm, I know <laughs> yeah. what the fuck I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Mind your own fucking business. Yeah. yeah. But because of all those tuition payments, the learning curve is smaller and you're like, yeah. you know what not to do. Yeah. So, you know, you might not know what, what to do. Yes. But you know what not to do. Thomas Edison, more than 10,000 ways to not create the incandescent light bulb. <laughs> right. I remember you talking about yeah. it in your speech. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's a valuable lesson. Right. Yeah. So, um, 
Oh boy, here we go. So I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna play you something. Are you ready? <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait to hear it's, this one. It's really good. It's really good. Um, this is gonna change people's lives. I'm just gonna find your face. Here it is. What the fuck are you doing here? What are you doing here? Why are you a disappointment? I want to know. Stop wasting my fucking time or quit. Did you hear me today when I talked about expose your goddamn fear? Expose that shit. It doesn't do anything, any fucking good in your fucking head or in your heart. Put that shit out in the world. You think that I haven't dealt with fucking trauma? You think that Steve has it or Nick or Bezos or any of us that are fucking out? I mean, you're just, you're just, why are you yelling at everybody all the time? <laughs> there, now. Back. Look how quiet and calm I am. It's like bipolar or something. <laughs> I I I love it. But they they said that you are the meanest. Uh, you meanest in, meanest instructor. Look at this. They're just having a good time. Is that just Mario surfing? Yeah. Just yeah, surf, that was that was my class. That's, that's, that's Mario. That's my class. <laughs> <laughs> just surfers in the background. I love it. What what did you what did you think of uh, old instructor Will when you were at the project? You were like, he's an asshole. Dude, so did you get put? Did you get like flashback, like post traumatic stress when you when he walked in the door? When he walked in the door, yeah, yeah. yeah but he's just a giant teddy bear. He is a giant teddy bear. <laughs> no, he, 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 The thing is, too, is like you. We always talk about it. They're, you guys are completely different off camera, but the, or like not off camera. You guys are the same. You guys have the same fire in you, like always. And you guys will instill the same lessons in everybody, no matter how you how you put out. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's different not being not seeing them in black shirts and then. You know now, so it's a little it's, different, it's, and it's like it literally is like a it. You just wear it's a hat you wear, yeah, yeah. for a purpose, yeah, yep, exactly. Um, but that first video, so interesting thing about the project, and I talked to Mario about this after, and is some comments. We, um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear the comments. But as instructors, and I, I'm sure you can um, back me up on this. We see things in guys that they don't see. In themselves like that young man right there and i know that um he's done some more work yes um we could tell that he wasn't telling the truth right he's like he's burying shit he's like I, using your words emotionally constipated yeah and and i could fucking see it, it was plain as day and i'm like fuck just fucking trust us trust the fucking process but, but as men we are so incredibly incredibly stubborn yes no doubt. And I don't think people really understand how stubborn we are or how stubborn, and even the guys that are hating, like hating, like how incredibly stubborn they are. Sure. To where like, if you really wanted to like unpack some trauma and unpack some bullshit, bro, the reality is all of us needed to get it beaten out of us. Uh, yeah. Like sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes sitting on the couch, fucking playing the violin ain't going to cut it. Nah. Like we're too smart for that. Nah. Mm -hmm. You nah. know what I'm saying? Like, why did you go? Let's just, I mean, I think we talked about it on your podcast, but why did you go through? Um, so I definitely had some things to unpack. I mean, I a lot of, had a lot of imposter syndrome, which I think you guys kind of, you guys talked about to me at the project. And it was like, a, I remember you guys saying, the, so I, I remember who it was, but one of you two said, dude, there's so much potential in you. And I don't know. I'm like, there, credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, it might have been. Yeah. So I remember getting said that and I was sitting in the van waiting for FTX and I was just like, hey, I don't remember if we had hoods on or not, but I was just like, I just got pissed. Cause I was like, fuck, 
And everyone was like, what? I was like, dude, everyone fucking says that shit and it's starting to piss me off. And, but the thing is too, is like, yeah, there's a, there was, there's so much more inside of me that I, that I wasn't letting out. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still working on it too. Like, I think I mean, you probably see it sometimes too. Um, but there's a lot of the trauma, uh, from my shooting and stuff like that too, yeah. uh, that I kept inside. Cause I mean, a lot of it is the same thing in the military. It's like, Oh, well something happens. Just fucking suck it up. And I remember them saying that to me. They were pretty much saying that to me. They were saying, you know, if you if you want to take more time off, you have to get anxiety medication and and all this other shit, or just suck it up and come back. Like every time I would see somebody at the precinct, oh, oh, when you coming back, Buttercup? Like, okay, fuck off. How about that? I just got shot like three months ago. So yeah, it's a, a lot of unpacking trauma, a lot of potential that I didn't see in myself, um, and, just and just breaking that barrier of like, yeah, there's a there's a ceiling. There was a ceiling I was hitting just but constantly. It, but, if, and, and what's crazy is like, and, and like we saw it with eight ball. Yeah. Like it was like, wasn't that a beautiful moment? What people don't realize is like they, that, that video got a lot of hate, but that was the moment that he said, fuck it. Yep. And he just let it all out, dude. And he, he was, he was able to be his true self without any fucking burden, without any bullshit. You know, anyway, so why are you an asshole at the project? I, I, I don't know. I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was an asshole until I got that feedback. Um, it was funny. Like, they, they kind of rank us at the end, and they're like, okay, so biggest asshole, but what did the guy say? And I forgot his name. Yeah, you're always up, you're always up at the top. Asshole, but also, what he, he said, um, but also like an angel. <laughs> and I was like... I'll take it. I'll take that. I don't, I don't know cool. what that means, but okay. I'm a night like, and you know, it's funny when I'm like on some of these sales calls for the project, I'm like, I listen, I'm not going to be your friend there. I will be tough love. And I've had feedback where, you know, guys are like, um, yeah, you're kind of, you're really, you think Steve is the mean one, but you'd see Steve mean the whole time. And me, I'm just Steve's like, I so turn, Steve's so consistent. Yeah. You know exactly what you're going to get with Steve. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, when I walk up, you don't really know what you're going to get. Um, it just depends on the situation. Like, depends, are you, how are you are fucking you, up? How um, are you acting? <laughs> are, you, are you fucking up? Well, I'm going to deliver. And if you're like, maybe I just want to get to know you. So I want to talk about, I want to talk about this because the big, one of the biggest things is like, oh, these guys are paying this kind of money to do this sort of thing. And uh, why don't they just join the military? Well, some, was it you that brought this up? Somebody brought it up a great, great comment. And I was like, damn, that's actually good. So it's not the same thing because when you leave the military. Not at all. No, no, I, well, I know that. Yeah, yeah. But specific, specifically with trauma. When you leave the military, you leave the military with trauma. Yes. When you leave the project, you leave the project mm -hmm. with, with dealing with your trauma. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. There's you, the difference. And so here's here's another thing that I tell people, and I, I don't think I've ever shared this with, with you guys, but when we're doing, um, I still got shit that I deal with, but I get probably as much out of the project as the guys going through the project. Same. Like I when we're doing so. like hunt and destroy or whatever that, That's that the thing tox is. Toxic cognitions. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fucking writing shit down writing my own stuff down yeah like i'm going through it right there with the guys that's what people that's what people don't really see but the, the reality is is could you imagine doing um doing hunt and destroy like hour three no <laughs> they, they just laugh at you what are we doing here what is what is this, what is this? yeah this yeah. is fucking kumbaya bullshit yeah. <laughs> yep yeah what would you have done at hour three if you're like okay we're gonna talk about the hardest thing that ever happened to you i'd be like 
I would have been looking around like, what the fuck are we doing? What the yeah. fuck are we doing? Yeah. But you, at that point, you were like, I don't even give a shit anymore. Uh, yeah. And, but the thing is, too, is that it opens you up even more afterwards. Like, yeah. you're more open to talking about it regardless of who it is. Because you don't have that that weight. Yeah. You're like, like, I don't give a fuck what people think. Because you, and then you see people going through different traumas in their life, and then you're like, okay, well, listen, man, it, you have to just t- talk about it yeah. at some point. Because it might not be now, it might not be tomorrow, but you're going to have to talk about it at some point. So that, I mean, and yeah, or yeah. you can hold it in and you can fucking explode one day. That yep. would, that's, so I didn't know the, I didn't know the, um, the statistics on this, but B told me, he said one in three men are, uh, one in three men are, uh, physically abused growing up. And then one in four men are sexually abused. And I was like, dude, that's fucking crazy. There's that's no, crazy. I was like, there's no way. And I want to say. I don't think I counted the, I don't think I counted, um, this last class, but I remember counting when he told me that I was like, I'm going to pay attention to this. So I, I, uh, Joe, Joe's class, class, uh, 16, I was like, I'm going to count. And so we sat around the table, including the instructors. So I I just don't, I was like, I'm going to count every man in this room. One in three physically, one in four sexually. Sure shit, dude. On the fucking money. Bro. That's crazy. On the fucking money. I heard I heard Bejo say something about that one time, and I was like, that can't be right. Fucking one. I have started paying attention. Start, if you start paying yeah. attention, you start talking about what's happened to people, and you start going, okay. That men men for sure don't talk about that. Hell no. No fucking way. And I think when you when you break all those, when they're so, when they haven't eaten, they haven't, they haven't, they're, they're just broke the fuck off. Right. Um, and then you got guys like us sitting across the table going, this is what happened to me. This is what happened to be this. Is what you know what I mean? You like let it all out. They go, oh, fuck. Their walls are down and they go, yes, this happened to me when I was a kid. And I think now that I'm talking about it, holy shit, that might be something that's causing me a lot of fucking friction in my life. Yeah. Boom. And it's, so that that sound clip that you just played there, that was after it was the next day. That was the next day. It was the next day. Yeah. And you're still holding on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's what people don't really understand is like, oh, you're just, you just, just see like a little snapshot. They just seen like a snapshot of like some somebody, get, some, yeah, you know, will will be an asshole yelling at people and kicking sand. <laughs> somebody was like, you kick sand in my face. I'm going to get up and we're going to have a problem. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. You say so. Dude, you say so. How's that? How comes that's never happened? It's never happened. Mm. Never happened. Someone did get hit though. Someone did get hit with not, not an instructor though with a cake. <laughs> yes, Will's happy birthday. It wasn't cake. me. I didn't kick anyone out there. <laughs> that clip. I'm sure. No, no, no. It wasn't you. It was your birthday cake though. It was your birthday. Oh, cake. Oh, dude, I that that was a great clip that we can never. I don't share. think that will be on the that on will the never that will never be shared. I'm somebody. Yeah. Somebody called somebody else out. He got hit. He got pied in the face. It was like a fucking cartoon, dude. It was. Dude. I'm so sorry. It, I missed it. Like I. You missed I like, it. I I saw. He sent me the video. Oh, but and no. I like I yeah and it was my fucking birthday cake. What the it fuck? was beautiful, bro. The sound that sound of the cake hitting the face. I I was like, dude, this is like movie magic right here. He probably still has cake in his ear today. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a beautiful thing, man, because you see men that are emotionally constipated. You see them stuck. You see them docile. You see them inability to make stand up to aggressors. You, you, and that's what the beautiful thing is, is, is we want, like, maybe I'm giving too much away, but like, we want you to fucking push back. Yeah. We want you to fight back. Yeah. That's the whole fucking point. If I hope one day that 
the there's fight back at the right time. At the right time. At the right time. Yeah, yeah. A, like if you yeah, fight Mar- back at the wrong time, <laughs> yeah, you're going to lose. My Trey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mario, your class, you guys got it wrong 100%. 100% of the, of the time, all the way to the end. <laughs> so, so you tried to stop him. <laughs> I so when we when he was like, "Oh, let's go talk to him about his shoes." Talk about Steve's shoes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to fill everybody in on it. You guys can watch the stories and see look at his shoes now. Um I'm like running over there. I'm like I think it was Lou. Because I think Lou was class leader at the time. Was he? Yeah. Flowers? Flowers? Yeah, Flowers was class leader at the time. And we were running over there. I'm like, bro, we are about to get fucked. You I was like, you guys fucked. know that, right? You and I like, he, fucked. And then we just, Trey's trying to grab a bag. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try to grab a bag too. Steve's trying to put me in a chokehold. You guys trying to do fucking logic <laughs> on us. Like, yeah. you're fucking. No. So, <laughs> I, so, yeah. Scott, I think it was Scott and Trey were trying to like, I just want to know. I just want to. I'm like, and I'm just sitting there just staring at him. I'm just like blank minded. I'm like. It's anytime Steve's about to fuck us up right now. He's, I just he's saw just that video clip the other day and I was boiling like, oh up. Oh my God. That was hysterical. <laughs> anyway, like it blew up and I was like, I'm not even sure what's going on here. This <laughs> got way out of hand real fast. <laughs> but my goal. So I, you know, when I talk to Chris, my goal is always to figure out how to get the, the, the candidates to kind of bind together. Yeah. And just fucking like now it's our project. Yeah. You got, we don't, we don't work for you guys anymore. I feel like this last class did that pretty well. They got, they got, yeah, they got real close towards the I, end. I mm-hmm. dropped some. I'm like, listen, you need to learn when to. Like, I gave them a little hand along yeah, the way. Yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. I want them to fucking succeed. Yeah, I want them to get the most benefit. Mostly yeah. after watching that class fail miserably. Oh, oh his class, <laughs> like <laughs> most <wow>. stupidest <laughs> class ever. <laughs> Come on, guys. That's Come why on. Mario graduated on. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's like the the best of the worst. <laughs> Whatever. No, oh, thanks for adding to my imposter syndrome, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Project trauma. But the thing is, is, is like what people don't really realize, and because they're just in the comments. Mario, how much fun was that? Dude, I would honestly f- do that again. Joe, you know, Joe's trying to go back through. There a, should be a thing for a the candidate. project grads. That's what he said. He said we should have all the project grads go do something like a separate thing that's yeah. even harder. Yeah. So yeah, I've just talked so to a bunch of guys that are just like they go back and they're like that fucking pit owned me. I'm going back and I'm fucking owning the pit, and they're on their own fucking time. I'm gonna go crawl the pit. They mm-hmm. crawl the whole fucking thing. Yeah. I'm I'll like you. Good for you. You Why? got. But like that's what I mean. Tell people like how much actual fun that you had. So, man, it, it now that it's over and you're done, you want to go back. I mean, it's I weird, can't, right? I can't tell you on a scale one to 10 of how fun it was. I mean, I would say it was a 10 now that you look back at it because you, you get done, you get through all this stuff. You fucking talk about your traumas. You build a brotherhood with people and then you go back and you watch all the Instagram stories that your wife fucking records on her phone. And then you watch, them up, <laughs> you watch them up on your, on your uh, 65 inch TV. And you're like, you just crack up like the one where, uh, we're playing in the sand. Me, it's everyone's getting covered fucking, you know, and I'm, I think it was you. You're like, why don't you guys fucking help each other? Or like you. And then I like pushed sand on Lou and it got all in his face. And I was dying, but just like shit, funny shit like that. It's just, it's so much fun, man. And, and that's what I, it's one of the things that I tell, tell guys when we're at the beach, like when you're, when they escape you for a little bit, you know, like I send them away for a moment. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, get away from Will for a second. I tell him like, guys, you realize that my, my son watches this and then we come to the beach and he does, he reenacts this. He's a mm. three year old. He thinks this is fun. Like kids bury themselves in sand. They sugar cooking themselves. They run to the water. They run back. They dig holes. They think this is fun, but because there's an instructor, you know, candidate relationship, mentally you decide that. Check out. Yeah. Oh, this is hard. Right. I'm being punished. 
instead of going, but I'm, we're just fucking, we're grown ass. First of all, we're grown ass men playing in the surf in the sand. Yeah. Like fucking children. You know what I mean? For ATK. <laughs> For ATK. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. That's, but, a, that's a big hurdle that I have to, yeah, sell people on. But what they don't oh, see well, is like. Hold on. Would you do it again? I would pay a million dollars for that. See? Yeah. It's like the, the value that you that you get out. It's it's very hard to like I said, I get probably as much value out of it as the guys going through it. Yeah. Um because I, you know, I'm I'm there to I'm there to learn, but I'm also there to, to, to give as well. And what they don't know is like it and for, for I'm gonna speak personally because I know Will doesn't feel this way because he's an asshole. But <laughs> um <laughs> I like when I show up. I really truly want all everybody to graduate. Yeah, I like. I'm like, dude. If you just when I get on the phone with guys, I'm like, listen, we don't do salespeople anymore. I'm not a fucking sales guy. I'm one of the instructors. I want to make sure that we have yeah. the fucking right candidates. Yeah, I like, want. If you're not the right person, I'm going to tell you, you're not the right fucking person. But, but when they show up, I'm like, I want you to graduate. I want yeah. you to get out of your own way. I want you to flip the switch. I want to. I want you to break through some through some barriers, yeah. and I want you to fucking graduate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it breaks my heart to watch people just quit on dude, themselves there were when some they guys go. This last I know, and I'm like, like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, don't fucking do it. Yep. Don't yeah. do it. Just don't fucking do it. Yep. Yeah. The guy that he told his story, he was sitting in the back of the class. He was the bigger guy. Yeah. John. John. Yeah. I, you probably talked to him. Yeah. Then. I got his video. Dude, when he was telling his story, I started to tear up. I looked over and uh, Joe was crying too. Because the thing is, too, yeah, like, a lot of people fucking have never fucking get it, man. I don't, I don't like seeing people quit on themselves. And I even like when they were out there by themselves, I kind of snuck. Cause you know, we're not supposed to talk as cadres yeah. to them. So I like snuck back and I was like, listen guys, like nothing in your fucking life has ever come. I, anything good in your life has, has never come without anxiety, depression, fucking hard, difficult times yep. yeah, and, and going through hard shit. So fucking stick it out. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And when when he was done, I was like, "Fuck!" It, it broke me, bro. Dude, I know. I it was fucking. It, it broke it me. Fuck. I didn't hear the story. He told me the story later, yeah. and I was like, "Fuck!" Like when he quit, I was like, you, "Here's my number. Give me your number right now. Fucking yeah. reply to me when yeah. you get back to your room." Yeah. yeah. And oh. but but you know what? The transformation that he had, even though he was like there for 13 hours, mm -hmm. like like I think you saw the video. Mm -hmm. He was communicating with you as well. Yeah. So it was like fucking like heartfelt for yeah. sure. It was like it was super impactful. Yeah, and, and 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 you know what, and I, what I told one guy when when he rang the bell, I said, "Listen, you know, you found your threshold of what you can handle. It's it's a gift because now you know right where your threshold is, and you just surpass that. Yep. You need to move that. You need me to move that threshold where you're like, I mentally, physically can't handle this anymore. Now that's where your level. Yep. Now you need to like go past that level. Yeah. Right." Did you see the video? The We're preying on on weak-minded men. Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent preying on them. This will create unstable men. Terrible that was, program. Really? That's, that was a YouTube really? comment. I haven't read the comments for a while. That was a YouTube comment. On mine. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! This will create unstable men. Unstable men. Terrible program. You mean uh, men? Yeah. I think that's. I think that's where. And people are like, "Why don't you just join the military?" Well, one, you leave the military with trauma. You leave the project better. So that's that. There's a difference there. Yeah, whoever said that. And we have we have people who've been through the military. Yeah, was fucking Joe was a, was with the 75th Ranger right. Regiment. We have Chris, who's now an instructor, who right. was Air Force Special Operations, doing all kinds of. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> if you did, if you didn't know the uh, if 
You didn't know the Air Force actually did some shit. Well, they do. They do. There's one guy. We know what they do. There's one. There's one guy that did some shit. <laughs> at least. <laughs> He's fucking cool, man. Chris, I love you. You're a badass. Um, stop finding all my shit on the internet, please. <laughs> it's fucking weird. <laughs> it screeps me out, man. Um, what else? Oh, the other thing was with the whole, like, these guys, like, well, just join the military. Well, maybe they don't want to join the military. Yeah. Maybe they don't, they just want to experience, they want to test themselves. Like, there's nothing wrong with a man going, you know what? I've had an easy life. I didn't join the military. I didn't go to war. And I want to see if I have what it takes to push my own limits. Yeah. Yeah, that was another reason I did it too. Well, I, I think we all need to. You got shot. I feel like you've, your limit was tested, but cool, good <laughs> on you, bro. I think we we all um, men, yes, need to be tested more than a little bit, more than once, more. Yeah, as we go, as we go. Like through I, life. I continue. Like I, you know, I've done some pretty hard stuff just this year. I've hiked the Grand Canyon rim to rim to rim twice this year. A lot of people, it's their fucking bucket list. Like, they hope to do that before they die. The first time I did it, top five hardest things I've ever done in my life. By That's a lot. That's crazy. I've, I've had that. I've had some experiences post-service that I've said the same thing. Yeah. Because I keep moving the needle, man. Yeah. And and that's you. That's what makes us better. Like, you don't creating you, you, artificial you, hardship at, in at your 50 life. years old. You don't want to be the guy. Well, back in the day, fuck that. Remember Dude, when I'm gonna fucking go cut, crush your ass, your 22 year old <laughs> fucking ass right now. How's that? And you can do it too. <laughs> I, I do my best. I'm certainly <laughs> like, I, I might come up short, but I'm going to fucking go down the, swinging. The, the recovery, the recovery time is a little, <laughs> is a little bit longer, longer for me yeah. than for them. Yeah. That's what I noticed is like, I can still pull some crazy shit out of my ass. I'm going to need a nap but that, afterwards. Though. But that afterwards, oof, even with a little testosterone in my butt, I'm still like, damn, I'm gonna need a fucking nap. <laughs> yeah, for sure, at least a nap. Yeah, like I, like I, you know, I just did it again before the last project, and you know, I was probably for the next three nights, I'm like fucking waking up sweaty because my body's in like fucking over overdrive, like fucking keep going, keep driving, yeah. keep going, get up this fucking, it's like climbing two mountains. Yeah, um, and uh, but it keeps me young. Like I like yeah I'm fifty years old, I don't feel fifty. Look fucking great for fifty. I, thank you. And yeah, you, I'm turned, like, you turned fifty at uh, graduation, didn't you? Yeah. Last class. Yeah. Pretty dope. And uh, which is why I got some a couple birthday cakes. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Chris. What is this first one was flowers. Next one was birthday cakes. What, what could the next what, one be? What's gonna the next one? <laughs> I can't be? wait. I can't wait. He's gonna it, like the problem is he's gonna keep escalating. It's gonna get harder and harder to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always going to be something that someone has to take care of for the entire of remainder of the project. Of course, or until they leave. <laughs> and I'm a little disappointed in flowers, actually. If I was if I was him, I would have been sending a bouquet of flowers to Steve. Oh, my God. That would every awesome. week for a while. Not even an expensive one. Just a little. Here's Here you just go. a reminder. Yeah. Just, just love thinking, you. Just love you. Don't forget about me. Love you, Inspector Stevie. <laughs> Inspector yeah. Stevie. Yeah, that, was, that actually was funny, too. The last class kept calling him Inspector. Inspector. Kept calling him Inspectors. Yeah, He's a goddamn psycho. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, you like it. Yeah. Why? I, so. I know my reasons why. What your personal reasons? So, 
I like helping people. Yeah. I like helping men fucking find their potential. Again, I get as much out of it as, as very, they get it's out very, of it. It's very, I've, I've said it in here in this, in this room multiple times, man. There's, but it's very rewarding to watch people succeed. Yeah. Or to help when them you succeed. see them like fucking flip the switch. When you see like the light bulb come on, like yeah. whatever language you want to use or analogy, like there it is. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like the guy in the last class, Murray. I was just about to say Murray. Dude. That's a, that's like that my biggest, kid. that's like my biggest win of the year, Murray. He, yeah. He, he was, was the most docile, weak little creature the awesome. whole time. I talked to him after. I talked yeah. to him last week. And he uh, healing up? Because I was talking, he's, he's, he's pretty fucked up, but he's, he's <laughs> doing better. He was actually staying at, uh, at uh, Coker's house. Oh, cool. Like I, he just, he was like, hey, I don't have a place to go. Can I stay at your house? So he's like staying at his house for like at least a week or something. Awesome. And, uh, and I guess Murray's been through like several of these men's development programs. That are really? Out there. I didn't know that. Wow. He told me that on the, like on the zoom call because mm-hmm. Coker was wanted to talk about leadership stuff. And I'm like, Hey, you, basically what I told him is you just got to fucking own it. Like you walk in the room, you fucking own it. Everything you do, you just fucking own it. And oh, it's another guy that Coker was a, was an infantry Marine. Yeah. He was a Marine yeah. And he came through. Yeah. So yeah. You guys are fucking, yeah. your comments are dumb. And, and, uh, and Murray's like, and he's like, Holy shit. You guys are actually following up and like fucking checking in on us and like talking to us after the thing. I've been through, every other fucking men's personal development thing out there. No one has ever fucking followed up or, or talked to us. Cause I guess earlier that day he talked to, um, Chris, uh, Cavallini. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then he's like, I'm talking to Coker and then talking to Murray. And he's like, this is like, I, who does this? This is no one else does what you're doing. So I was like, awesome. Like, well, you're, we're, that's what you're you not in the project for. anymore. Like right. you're in. We're like you're you're part of the brotherhood. Yeah. That secret handshake, whatever. That's the big that's the biggest thing for me is just watching these guys, watching these men who know that they're not living up to their potential, like in a short amount of time. And it really is, and that's the reason why that it looks so drastic and it is so drastic, is because you compress so much time yeah. into seventy five hours and then you make it happen really fast. And that's when to see those guys at graduation, the way that their mind, their brains wired in such a short amount of time, you're like, wow, this is just what a beautiful, what a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's and like awesome. Mur- to and watch. to Murray to watch him at the FTX. Oh my god! I mean, he was he was a number one dude. He was. He went from like they were like, we're they were talk- we're like I don't know if you need to be here. You yeah, man, you're Real, probably legit. not gonna make it, buddy. Yeah, I mean, and he ended he- up being one of the number. He, like uh, in that event, the, the way he finished. Yeah. By far, he fit at number one. I mean, the the shenanigans out at the ranch <laughs> with Murray. Oh, my God. And being, yeah. Speaking, there's some, there's some videos of, out there. Speaking of you and, uh, <laughs> speaking of you and, and uh, shenanigans, um, I, I'm curious, is this the sixth Navy SEAL? <laughs> is this the sixth? Is this the sixth Navy SEAL secret? <laughs> That's uh, the tactical, the tactical thong. <laughs> tactical we'll put that on. There. We'll put that. You know what? There. That actually makes me want to go get a real thong and wear it next time. <laughs> like what? What's happening there, Will? Uh, secret it, number six of uh, of the the get naked mindset is to uh, have a string up your butt. It's kind of like those uh, Muay Thai uh, steel cups where you like wrap the thing and the and the string goes up your butt crack and it just yeah. makes you more pissed off. And that's why you were fighting with Murray right there. 
I was Murray and probably five other dudes that was right there. That was the kettlebell in the ditch, I think. Yeah. That's like, and, that's, uh, that's I, one, of, that's one of your favorite, uh, that was favorite events. Isn't that was, it? I, I do. Yeah. The thong or the kettlebell <laughs> to collect, 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 collectively, collectively uh, together. Um, Layton sent me a video that I'm not going to play. Uh-huh. I'll share it with you later, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, it was right before that. And, um, like, you know, because the young man that, that, that particular young man, he didn't graduate. He'll come back through the next time. Bro, that guy is hard as fuck. He is. I didn't realize. Like, I didn't realize how hard he was. He's hard as fuck. He's he's and but he's very passive. Yeah. And so we were working on. I was working on some of that. But he's inside. In, he's tough. In a in a not mm-hmm. very nice way. Yeah. Yeah. But and he, uh, but he's tough <laughs> on the inside. Leighton, <laughs> he's like I'm like I'm like. I have this kettlebell. I you know call it call yeah, it yeah. a name and um. And I won't let him have it. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? And like, he comes over and I just kind of like big brother, like hand to the forehead and kind of shove him to the ground. And then he, he looked kind of pathetic. And then Leighton pans over and he's like, there was a fucking camel right there. And he's like, the camel's even upset about this. <laughs> Those fucking I was like, who knew there was a camel there? <laughs> that place is a weird place. Man. It is a weird place. It's a fucking great place though. It is a great place, but it is fucking weird. Like, I'm looking at a, what is it? A, it's a horse and a zebra together. What is that called? I have no idea. Hold on. You mix a horse and a zebra. Fuck. Zorse. Is it a zorse? Hebra. Is no, that right? It's a, it's <laughs> is a that actually the thing? Is that actually That's the term? That's what it is. It's a zorse. There's a zorse there. I've I've seen it. I you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a zorse. It's like the front go, zebra Mario. back horse. Weird. Maybe that's why it's a Zorse. Because I don't know. I don't. Know. I didn't know a zebra can like a zebra and a horse could have babies. They have zebra. similar DNA. It comes out with like a retarded. I think it's like how I thought that's how like donkeys were made. I don't know. I'm not a farm guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Will, what the fuck you got going on now? Uh let's see. Um, I got a TED talk coming up in November. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah, just coaching, speaking. Um, if people want to sign up for the project, they just call you, right? Yeah, just call me. Just uh, sign up. You, I'm not going to give you my phone number. I'll give you my number when you sign up, and then you can uh, get a hold of me. It's 8675309. 1-800-BABY-SEAL. <laughs> <laughs> if that was only my number. Um, yeah, so that, that's mostly what I got going on. Um, you know, naked warrior recovery, you know, still, re- what's the still, website? What's still the, growing that nw dash recovery.com or naked warrior recovery, all one word. I, you know, that was my original website was naked warrior recovery, but then I was like, maybe people don't want to write naked in their search engine. So I made it nw dash recovery. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know what, for people listening to this, if they, you know, I've got you know, mostly CB products, but I have some super greens that I don't think I've, no, you didn't tell I'll, me that. I'll send some your way. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in an immune product called Body Armor. Both don't have CBD, so if you don't want CBD, those and you are... you got some nighttime stuff? I've got some nighttime stuff that, you know, you're not going to pass a drug test when you take it, but it's <laughs> like, it. that's what I use, and... Uh, it's illegal. 
it is 100% legal. It's hemp-derived. Um, it's not the synthetic Delta-8 thing that's out there in the world. It's like the real stuff from the plant. 2,000 years me, of science talk behind about, it. Talk about that because that's that's actually really important, and I dig that. Um, so, so, so I have a product. It has uh, it's, a, it's a gummy. It has uh, 25 milligrams of CBD and 5 milligrams of Delta-9 THC from the plant. So Delta-8 was a sort of a loophole that a lot of companies were using. Mm-hmm. And what Delta-8 is, it's a... It's a uh, isolated CBD molecule that's been synthesized in a lab to have that it's, psychoactive it's a chemical effect. Yeah. So it's been chemically modified to give you that yeah, psychoactive fuck, effect fuck of, of whatever. So I would, I wouldn't fuck around with it. I only deal with natural stuff because whatever, you know, I'm, Going down that road, I'm Navy Seal fucking hip. years old. Navy so. Seal hippie. Uh, you, hippie. Every every Navy Seal gets out and turns into a hippie. But, but that's, I mean, beads. If I had hair, if I had hair, you know, I would, you know, have long hair and me too. And me, shit like that. Same for us though, as well. Like you just. But I think a lot of that has to do with you know getting out of your own way and just being like, hey man, how do I how do I not be in pain? Yeah. And perform better. I mean, I'm a child of Nancy Reagan's war on drugs. Just say no. This is drugs. This is your brain. So I fucking grew up with that. It was like I, my brother like, wouldn't eat eggs for years after that. <laughs> after that. Yeah. And so I was afraid to try CBD for the first time. And then I was yeah. trying to afraid to try THC. And then I've I've tried a couple different other like that's THC a gateway things. drug, man. And you know, you know, really, what you were saying at the end of the day, like I I can alcohol was a was a was a vice it was a it, it ended up being more of a a habit yeah and a fucking terrible habit a horrible habit and so maybe i've replaced one thing with another but i like i fucking take this you know at night about an hour before i'm ready to go to bed and then i'm like my fucking brain turns off mm-hmm. and i can go to sleep and i wake up the next morning and i'm fucking ready to go you know have the same effect with alcohol i feel like dog shit the and whole rest even, of the day you can't even and the whole day you're and just, my sleep sucks and my like yeah you know my resting heart rate you know is fucking through the roof and my hrv is in the tank and so and i measure all that stuff and and what i found is you know people say that thc negatively affects your sleep but i think there's a, a threshold there yeah and thc and cbd they're actually kind of antithesis they work opposite yeah so cbd thc goes in and it binds to those neuroreceptors in your brain and the, which is what gives you that sort of euphoric high effect. Works for me. CBD goes in and actually decouples those uh, those neuroreceptors and kind of brings you back down off that high. So you could actually take one of these buzzing gummies that I have. And uh, I actually had a buddy take the wrong gummies before he got on a flight. And he was like, fuck. I think I texted you one time. I was like, hey, what happens if I take these? And you're like, oh, you're going to be down. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad that I texted you. <laughs> you're going to be, you don't want to take that before like I did. I think rolling. it was, I, yeah. I think or maybe was, you do. Maybe you, yeah, maybe, maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe that's just so you like let it kick in and then like you can feel like Eddie Bravo's done that. I, I think I did. So, yeah. All those 10th planet guys are all yeah. high when they're rolling. Um, but I think I did a course. Oh, it was the origin. I went to origin. Yeah. So I was rolling like two times, twice a day, like three classes a day, and then rolling, rolling two sessions a day. And I got back from that, and I was like, I'm fucking broke, dude. Yeah. This 41-year-old body is t- broke off. And that's when I hit you up. because I, I woke up, and I was like, dude, I am hurting. I was doing cold, cold plunge, sauna, just trying to get my body to recover after a week of that. And, and so it was like 10 o'clock in the morning, I texted you. And you're like, yeah, you're gonna be super, super messed up if you if you take yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, do this for sleep. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Like you can. I I don't recommend you're, it. You're gonna have a very different day. 
<laughs> Make you, sure you have some cereal and some cartoons to go watch. You're gonna have some. Your pain will be different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, but I I just do it at night and it's it's awesome. Yeah, it really, really is awesome. You got a good you got a good product. Now that we're talking about I, you know, like that feeling in your chest, you know, like when you take them. I don't know if you get it, but I get like the feeling in my chest, like it's airy. Like I, when I take that's a cop thing. The, no, the de- <laughs> yeah, that's your cop DNA coming. That's, your cop <laughs> that's DNA. what it is. <laughs> your par- it's called paranoia. It's, no, yeah, I, I get like that. It's like that weird airy feeling in the chest, and you guys are talking about it. I'm just like thinking about it. I can feel it on my chest right now. See, you're just getting paranoid. You know, the only thing I get is I get like a little dry mouth, mm. which just makes me drink more water, and then I'm hydrated. So there you go. Anyways, all right. So where can they find you? Uh, nw-recovery.com. Uh, if you want to learn more about the Navy SEAL mindset, you go to fivesealsecrets.com. Put your information in there, and I'll send you. What's the sixth one being? Thongs. Make sure you have a string going up your butt. What's on the front though? Is like an ironclad, iron steel cup. Steel cup. Yeah, that's fucking dope, dude. Then you, you know, when you're fighting fucking project students, then they kick you in the balls. It doesn't because they do. Because <laughs> <laughs> they do. When they start to fight back, like they're afraid to fight back in the beginning, and then they. Before like, we go, I want, I want, I want to say because I, I, we, I, I saw that part. We screenshot it. I sent it in our group text. <laughs> Bro, you didn't even argue with it. <laughs> and and there's something to be said. We were talking about this off camera. Yeah. How if you, if someone's making fun of you and you like put your foot down and oh, try to you fight. try to defend yourself, you're fucking done. It's like my instinct was to like that what, what like first off I was like mad that you like put it in the group and I'm like you just got to fucking roll with it. But you want to play with the big boys, you're going to fucking you got and so you're like which navy seal secret is this? And I was like fuck. <laughs> What the hell am I even looking at? That does look like a thong. That looks like what? Did I? You know, I you're questioning yourself. Did I? Did I, did I wear it? I didn't know. I, I owned one. I was actually the one who, who saw that. I'm like, oh, well, okay, the, what? Is, I'm like, what is this that Will's wearing? And he was like, dude, yeah. I don't know. And I, then we got like, a screenshot. Like, now, before then, I put, before I sent it in the group, I had already, I had already figured he, out what he it was. did. He was like, I think it's his fan page. I was, I was like, like, okay, that makes I, sense. I knew what it was, and I was like, fuck it, I'm sending it oh, anyway. I, I would have done exactly the same thing. I would have done exactly yeah. the same thing. But, but you like, you were like, yep. Sure did. Actually, I, I got it from you because you were like, when we went to we went to breakfast that when they were, you know, digging holes out in the yeah, pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, oh, some, you said something about secret six through 10 or something yeah. like that. And I was like, well, I'm just going to fucking you turn around and use that. That's in uh, secret six through 10. Like uh, one of those is uh, if you have a string up your ass, it makes you really pissed off and makes you want to fight. <laughs> More more. aggressive for the, yeah. for the enemy. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like some Spartan shit. I yeah. get it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a life lesson. If somebody's picking on you and you and you push back, you just got to fucking own it. Yeah, like if you, yeah, if you I can't, if I, you can't show. If I would have fought like back, that. if I would have been like tried to defend myself, you guys would have eaten me for fucking dinner. They were all dying. There was no way I was gonna yeah. like, give you that option. Byron, was, Byron does that to me though. I, I, I snap back a little bit. I yeah. sna- I actually snapped at Joe. Cause I was like, dude, what do I do now? And he's like, what didn't you do? And I'm like, I was like, Joe, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's like, bro, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just doing, I'm just saying I'm just what you're saying. Going along for the ride yeah. over here. So I was in, mine was the, I was on, I got on my on my recon screening for Second Force in 2003. Um, they came on the last stroke of me coming up out of my 500 meter swim. They like Marine Corps times. Right of the cover. Oh, that's and it says, death right there. And I, I, this is my screening. And I passed the screening. There's only a couple of us that passed the screening. And the top of the paper. And I've got it hanging up now. I've got it hanging up. And it's like framed. I, now I own it. Like I, I own the thing. It's cool right. now. But at the time I was like, fuck. And it said, go recon. 
and has my face like coming up out You're of the water. You're the poster child. Yes. So I show up to rip. I show up to recount an inoctidation platoon. One of the instructors comes out and he's holding the paper. Oh my God. And he goes, who uh, the fuck is this? God. And I'm standing next to my guy, uh, Dan New, who made it with me, who actually made it all the way through. He, he became a, uh, he was, became a recon Marine, then a Raider at Marshawk with me and finally retired, medically retired out after he ran his body through enough metal. <laughs> it's just a thing we do, I guess. Some people do. And I meet, they, they go, who the fuck is this? And I go, that guy. <laughs> that Damn. I fucking boarded right in because him and I looked so alike. And I was like, fucking that guy. And we got fucking smashed. <coughs> went through RIP, went through ARS, got shitted up at ARS. I went to my unit and they found the fucking oh, paper. Oh, fuck. Bro, the, this, the, the cover of this was Photoshop, not Photoshop, like photocopied. And was put on. I couldn't open a locker without it being in there. I couldn't go to the fucking PX with it being taped up on a wall. That sh- and I and it, and, it, and it only happened that way because if they put it in the team room and I threw a fit. Oh yeah, I threw a fit in the team room about it. And these dudes plastered that shit all over all over the fucking base. Don't ever show your weakness, yeah, <laughs> dude. For the rest of my career, I could I couldn't get away from that fucking yeah. thing. So what I did was I fucking said, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna frame it. Own and it. I, yeah. And I just fucking hung it up. Yeah. And it, in the reality, it's not a big deal. Like, I got my fucking picture taken on the paper. But it was before right. I had done it. But you didn't You didn't understand it either. You I didn't understand. understand. Like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't understand it. So I should have just been like, yeah, motherfucker, that's me. What that's are you right. going to do? That's I am. Me. I am the face of the I, Marine Yeah, Corps. I am fucking recon now. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? <laughs> well, they would just beat you up. It'd be, like, yeah, you would be fucking thrash me. Okay, yeah. I'm getting thrashed anyway. It's, it's a three-month process. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yep. So, anyways, there's there's I think there's a lesson somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. You just own the thong, own the own the stupid picture. You know, hopefully you put it up in this video. I think I'm gonna somewhere. go buy a thong right after this, just just because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna run around the project. <laughs> thong next time. The next time there's a little whale. That would actually <laughs> that would actually be more terrifying. What the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck did I sign up for? Go ask God. Instructor Will why he's wearing a thong. <laughs> yes! Dude, holy Chris, shit. are you listening to this? <laughs> oh, yeah. what a beautiful thing. What's, hey, if, we, if I film that, we might we get might get more views than Steve's video. <laughs> oh, shit. The railroad one? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, the comments on that are great. That was hysterical. I had to share that. Like, I, couldn't, oh, absolutely. I could not. Absolutely. I... I I wanted to get into, I, I get into the comments like the first hundred, but then once it got to like past like 800, I was like, dude, I, I can't keep up with this mm-hmm. shit. Dude. There's so many, there's so many of them versus me. I, I'm fucked, but he did a good job. I like getting in there sparring a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I just want men to be fucking better. Yeah. What's, what, what, what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, come fucking find out. Yeah. I'm not sharing you the, sharing the secret. I think you posted it. Pedro's beaded. No, no. Somebody posted on the thing. They said, they, he said not one person has ever taken him up on his offer. Oh yeah, to come through for free, mm-hmm. and if you graduate, he will donate the 18k to a charity of your choice. He, no. he posted that. Not one person has taken up on it ever. Pussies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a smoking deal. Like, well, then you won't be a hater anymore. Uh, but uh, we'll have to get out of my mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You guys are just going to target me and pick on me. Yeah, we're going to fucking pick on you because you're, you're, you're... Yeah, of course. 
because you're a weak man, and mm -hmm. we want you to be strong. We want you to be a fucking badass. <laughs> Don't show your weakness like I did. You end up, you end up having your own that shit. You have you end up having your stupid face pasted keyboard up, warrior. Yeah, yeah. posted all over the fucking base <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah, but it's funny too. Just just real quick too. Like I think it's funny that you say that because now that I would, if I were to go back and go through it again, I'd be the same way. I'd yeah. be like, what? Okay, what the fuck are you? Gonna, what are we gonna do about it? Oh, like, what with, the fuck especially when like you were a spy. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, fuck yeah, Remember I'm a spy. That? He was a spy. When. Because he had, came, oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I came with, before, yeah. we, we yeah. were like, it was like a day into the pit, and and Steve was like, I fucking remember. It was this the guy. first day. It was a, it was, was it like, was that night though. Yeah, Steve it was, was like, like it was like ah, afternoon. It was yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. it was dark already. Yeah, and he had shaved his head. Smart move. By the way, <laughs> <Mario>. <laughs> and uh, they were like, wait a minute, I fucking recognize you. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're a goddamn spy. <laughs> <laughs> Did not help you at all. Yeah, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Well, Will, uh, thanks for dude for coming out. Yeah, go, thanks for having me on here. Dude, I appreciate it. Go get the uh, everybody. Go get the five navy. Where, where do they get the five navy? Five seal secrets dot com. Five seal secrets. The number five seal secrets. S e a l like navy seal secrets dot com. And it's one through five. Yeah, one through and, five. And Jason Redman supposedly has six through seven or six <laughs> six, 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 six something. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the other. I'm, I'm keep, I keep asking this motherfucker. Where are the, what are the other secrets? I want to know the top secret one. That's actually the, the book secret. that I'm writing right now. Is five secrets, five seal secrets of leadership. Nice, dude. Mm. So you're just going to expand nice. that out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Tim Ferriss has the four. He's a four hour guy. I'm like, maybe I, I can be the five seals. I hate that five shit. seals secret guy. I think it's good, dude. And it's really they are really good. And uh, you know what's also really good? If you guys go find go find this gentleman and sign up for his newsletter. He's got fucking banging newsletters. I've already told you that. Do mine? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He's got begging newsletters. You should go get his newsletters. You'll learn something every single time. Mm. Um, I don't know if you. I don't know if if you actually put a lot of thought into those, but whatever I'm thinking about at the time, they're they're really good. <laughs> they're really good. Will I, I get them? I'm like, damn, Will, that was fucking, that was solid, man. That was good. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so go find him, and if you want to sign up for the project go hit the project and you'll yeah. talk you'll talk to will talk to me or you could be one of, what's the what's the most recent sign up name um, oh let's see hold on i got it i got it right here we'll, we'll end with that uh oh we got uh oh let's see he's gonna be a poster and... child hold on that one just doesn't say anything this one uh penis fucking you uh i don't Louis Big Boner at gmail.com. Hell dude. yeah. I want Louis I'm Big gay dude. and like being screamed at by Mr. Clean looking losers. Must be talking about I, Steve. Can, can you oh, imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? He likes Pokemons. He's gay. He likes Pringles. He's married to Pringles. Makes over $500,000 a year. Dope. Um, Good you, bro. Sick. He is. Yeah. Those are. Those are some of the Louis, Louis Big Boner at gmail.com. Got you, bro. <laughs> Got you. See you, see you soon. That fucking, that dude, that's so. I'm going to call him right after this. See if he was, he's ready to sign <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> guys, if you haven't got it, we don't give a shit. You guys can comment whatever you want and do whatever you want. We really don't care. Um, I just really care about the guys who raise their hand and go, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something. I'm going to be a better I father. I'm fucking be better. I'm yeah. be better. That's all I care about. Yep. You know, anybody 100%. else? If A lot of people are just talking. There's very few doing the work. And this country needs more people doing the work. Yep. And that's the reality other than that. So go follow Will. He's my friend. Go follow my friend. <laughs> He's your friend now. Um, and go get some of his freaking products, man. They're dope. Not dope.
They're not dope. They're, they're legal. They're, legal. They're not. They're not. <laughs> it's dope. not dope. They're good. They're just dope. <laughs> You've been waiting all day to say that. I know you have. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, share this with a friend. Tag Will. Tag me. Thank you, guys. Peace. All right. Peace.